0: Hey there, senders. Welcome back to another episode of the Segment Podcast. Are you guys at work right now? Are you driving around or are you on the trails? Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thank you so much for downloading these episodes. I greatly appreciate it. I see that the podcast is growing and it makes me happy. Do you know what the first Saturday of May is every year? I know a lot of you probably already do. The first Saturday of every May since 2018 is International Mountain Bike Women's Day. That's right. If you've been looking on social media anywhere, you have seen a ton of stoke coming from the ladies within our community just posting and sharing their camaraderie and sharing what they love about the sport. In this episode, I was able to grab a panel of women. To let them talk about what they love about the sport, how it made a difference in their lives and what came of it is really cool. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode, a fun panel of women, all different skill sets. So before we jump into the podcast, I do want to say thank you so much to the supporters of the segment podcast. It makes me happy to realize that industry folks actually know that this podcast exists it's crazy and i love it and thank you so much to the first supporter is yt industries yt live uncaged i have been loving my core 4 jeffsy as well as my decoy i just got a yt decoy core 3 pretty much cuz i love that color <laughs> that green and i and i've been upgrading it with a bunch of fun things through a company called spoke x uh, but thank you yt industries live uncaged if you're looking for a bike Please consider putting them in your comparisons to see how they wash out at the end when it comes this time to decide to push that button. Also, thank you so much to Tasco, Tasco MTB Apparel. One of the things that came out of the show is that the women really are hungry for more variety in the apparel line. So I'm definitely going to give that feedback to my friends over at Tasco. Tasco does have some great options for men and women, but take a look at Tasco MTB Apparel. They are a supporter of the show, and you would also be supporting uh, the segment podcast if you happen to purchase anything through that affiliate link. One of the newest supporters of the show is SpokeX. SpokeX is rapidly growing nationwide and has been seen for their bike builds, their wheel builds. If you need anything like that at all, consider using SpokeX as an option. SpokeX can ship nationally. And they are also a little small town company here in the town of Murrieta, but they have a wide impact. Thank you to the folks at Spokex for all your support. Next up is my boy TJ, the owner of Afton Shoes. Man, I was just on a ride. I got to ride with Jonathan Simonek, and that boy rips. He also rides for Afton, and I just did not feel like we were in the same league until we started talking, and I realized we're both just cool dudes. But that guy has got some talent. If you're looking for shoes, please consider Afton. They make them in flats as well as clipless, and they are casually technical. They also provide a promo code for the listeners of this segment, and that is promo code SENDER10. And that'll get you 10% off of your purchase there at Afton. Again, that's promo code SENDER10 for 10% off of your purchase. Next up is Goop Industries. I love this. It's a small company ran by a gentleman by the name of Thomas, but he's figured out how to put CO2 and slime in a can that's small enough for you to carry in your hip pack or strap it to your bike. So you're not left on the side of the trail walking back to the car. If you're interested in just trying a goop can, go to goopindustries.com. Pick up a can. They're not that expensive, but there is a promo code for you. It is SENDER20, and you'll get 20% off your purchase. Again, that's promo code SENDER20 for 20% off of your purchase. Next up is Spy Optic. When it comes to the sun, the trails, the dust, the debris, you always want to have some kind of eye protection so you can see the right line. Spy is going to have you covered from goggles to lifestyle wear to active wear. Consider Spy Optic when looking for specific types of glasses. They have a technology called Happy Tech, which really has been shown to boost your mood. And it's all about blocking out the bad wave blue light, letting in the good wave blue light. And there is a promo code for you. It is Sender10. Sender10 will get you 10% off of your purchase with Spy Optic. Next up is Dianese. Dianese is getting into the MTB game. They've actually been here, but they're starting to make a bigger push dianese bought POC in 2015 and with the combined technology they're releasing some immediately sick stuff i just picked up their linnea o1 helmet which is one of the lightest helmets i've ever ridden it's full face but it feels like a half shell it's incredible take a look at it at dianese and if you do if you are in the southern california area hop on into dianese oc and talk to my buddy rich and he'll take great care of you Next up is Better Bolts. If you're looking to upgrade your bike, bolt-wise, color-wise, whatever you need, take a look at BetterBolts.com for what would really fit that specific part of your bike. Again, that's BetterBolts.com. They have a promo code called the Segment 10 for 10% off of your purchase. All right, without further ado, folks, let's jump into the podcast. I hope you all enjoy this. Um, Our panel consists of Chelsea. She's one of the wives of the Trail Dogs. Lindsay, and she is the wife of Smooth MTB, Aaron and Krista from a popular group out here called MTB Newbies with Boobies, and a pro BMXer, collegiate athlete, turned mountain biker, and she rips Madison Pitts. Hope you guys are all enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you at the end. Joey Yates, my brother. Welcome to another episode of the segment podcast. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Dude. Glad to be on here tonight with this awesome panel. Yes, me too. Women are so strong, and I'm so happy that there is an International Women's Bike Day. Um, Joey, I actually had to look it up because I, I really wanted to educate myself on where it came from. Do, do you know where it came from? Because I didn't. No, I don't. I'm gonna pop it up on screen real quick. There's International Women's Mountain Bike Day, and there's International Ride Day, which is, I they're so close together, but International Female Ride Day. And this might be the motorcycle event. Okay, so there was a motorcycle event that started. It's the first, uh, I think it's the first Friday of every May. All these women get out on a motorcycle. So if you have seen motorcycle women out there on Friday. That's what that is. It's International Women's Mountain Bike or Women's Day. And uh, now, what I'm gonna bring up is the latest one, which is the International Mountain Bike Association decided that they also wanted to have a day that would really highlight the women in our community. And we'll start it by a female pro mountain biker, and it is right here see if I can bring that up. Joey, can you see that on your side? And yes. Okay. So for the folks of you out there in podcast land or in YouTube, International International Mountain Bike Day set aside an official day for women who shred. So it says right here, Saturday, May 5th. This was dated back on April 26, 2018, and kind of here's how it started. They had a meeting at uh, the Imba Uprising event. The conference launched multiple world champion mountain bikers, Becca Roosh, aimed to generate ideas for improving women's engagement in the sport. To that end, SRAM hosted an ideas contest, offering up an Eagle MTB group set for the best suggestion. A proposal from Andre Sanders, a chapter director for the nonprofit Trips for Kids, rose to the top. Start International Women's Mountain Bike Day, along with the same lines of EMBA's successful Take a Kid Mountain Biking Day. Therefore, they made the selection. So it's cool that this started, and it just started in 2018. And now we have uh, big groups like Sky Park out there doing it, and a lot of women just out there on the trails having a good time, getting great exercise. And we have a panel of guests for all of you to listen to their story on how mountain biking may have changed their lives or has impacted them. Without further ado, Joey, shall we get the panelists on board? Yeah, let's bring them on. Let's bring them on. Okay, let's get the first one. She's actually loves mountain biking so much. She is trailside <laughs> <laughs> at the back of her car. Her friends are like, come on, let's go. And she's like, I got to do this podcast real quick for my friend Mark and Joey. Uh, let's bring on Kelly O. Bikes. Oh, Kelly, Kelly O. Bikes, how are you?
1: I am great, and it's true. I am trailside. I'm staring here at my bike, and uh, the ladies have started a warm up lap down Five Oaks. So I will meet them for a car wreck run when I'm done. That,
0: that is awesome. Thank you so much for jumping on the show. I just I felt like this panel that we have is is from California all the way out to Colorado, and all of you women are strong. You know, I know each and every single one of you in a certain way or another, and. I just have big respect for you. And I just wanted to, you know, have something where women in our community are being spotlighted, shining a light on on why you love the sport so much. And so for you, Kelly, can you share a little bit about what the sport of mountain biking means to you?
2: Yeah, they can.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what an intro. Um, I don't know why they hung. <laughs> <But, laughs>
2: you're
0: watching the show, that's why. Yeah. I
2: know, clearly. Um,
1: I mean, where I mean, do, where I, do, I, do begin? I begin? There's, There's so, many so many reasons. reasons. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Cool. Sorry. sorry.
0: If you have, if you your, have volume your volume up, up you turn it down a little bit, we're getting get some feedback back in my Okay, Can
1: you guys hear me okay?
0: Perfect. That sounded good. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many things I can say about mountain biking. Uh, I could be here all night, but I think for me, it's really um, just such a great way to step out of like the normal everyday stresses of life and um, enjoy nature, but also I'm kind of an adrenaline junkie. So I really like, um, I like being challenged and I like kind of that that unknown and, and like the, just challenging myself, but knowing my boundaries and knowing like um, you know, what I'm capable of. And I think that that's really empowering in real life. And it's helped me gain a lot of confidence when I was at uh, a spot in my life where I had, I had lost some confidence during like the pandemic and uh, I started a new job. It was stressful. So mountain biking has definitely helped me really be present. And um, that's so important nowadays because I feel like you know we're constantly going through the motions, but we're not really like giving our attention to to one thing. Uh, We get multi, we're multitasking, and we're doing a lot. So um, I really love mountain
0: biking for those reasons. That's an amazing, amazing answer, and I love that about you. And when you're out on the trail as a female rider, do you ever feel like it's guys and girls riding, or do you just feel like out there riding and enjoying the sport?
1: no i don't i don't really feel as much like it's it's guys and girls i think we're all just riders. like i tend to try to remove that that gender from some perspective and try to make us all one and like support each other the same but there definitely is differences between riding with men and women and like the way you feel and maybe like the when you attempt a new feature or you do something for the first time like something about seeing another woman doing something really badass is just like wow she can do it like do i have those skills can i do it and like if they're like hey yeah kelly like you got this or hey maybe you should work on you know your bunny hops or maybe you should work on this before you attempt it um so it's really really amazing
0: that's cool really identifying with somebody that you know looks like you or helps helps when you're out riding with another female tackling features where do you see the sport of mountain biking going for women?
1: I definitely see the numbers increasing for women. I mean, it's already been happening. And I think that the more you get women out there that represent so many different things and like just like different types of women, like you don't have to be a certain type of woman to be a mountain bike rider. Like you could be a girly girl or you could be a tomboy or you could be like, you could be whatever you want. Right. And that's like the cool thing that's not putting you in a box. Like if you like being outdoors, and you're okay with like the risks that come with mountain biking and you love uh, trying new things. And obviously mountain biking doesn't need to be like super intense, like Laguna Steeps or something, you know, <laughs> or doing big park jumps. Um, it can be whatever, like whatever level you want to go to. And so I think that um, for women, it's it, there's going to be more women and and more people representing different things. <laughs> God. Tony Toretto just, just <laughs> rode by and looked at right me.
2: By
0: the I saw him right by the window. That's so cool. Buddha Dave says, Hi, "Yo, Buddha Kelly." <laughs> if there's is, is there is there anything that as women that you need from the from the sport right now, whether it's equipment or clothing, or is there anything you wish there was more of a focus on?
1: yeah clothing I feel like it's really funny like one of my uh good friends now in the mountain biking community we're it's really funny how we have to text each other every time we go riding to make sure we're not wearing the exact same things (laughs) and like I we have the same pants and she'll be like oh are you wearing those pink pants or she's like those are yours now (laughs) so I feel like Mark and I
2: do that
0: too though (laughs) yeah
1: I I actually think like there's just not a lot of options
0: (laughs) Good, true, true. Good point. Good point. Well, Kelly, I see that all the mountain bikers behind you. I know your friends are doing the laps. Have the safe out there in Aliso and Woods and uh, get some good laps in for us, huh?
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show and being such amazing allies and supporters of women in the community. We we love you all.
0: Uh, you're awesome. Thank you, Kelly. Kelly O'Bikes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, go get that bike dirty. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about to. Here go. Awesome. Bye, guys. Bye, Kel. All right, that was great. What a great testament from Kelly Obis on how much she loves the sport. Uh, going to head over now to the Murrieta area, and we're going to bring on two girls who just did the quick and dirty, but they also ride with uh, the Trail Dogs Wives. And so um, they have a little group that they do, and, and this also goes over to another group out this way, MTB Newbies. They all ride out there at Greer Ranch. But uh, we're going to bring out Lindsay Maschak. As well as Chelsea. And here they are. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. What an intro, Chelsea. <laughs> she always tells me wow. to bring the party. <laughs> I
1: had to. How could you not,
0: right? That's awesome. That was awesome. I don't th- I think that's the first intro we've got like that, Joey. <laughs> that, that's new. I like it. <laughs>
2: My daughter has one of those,
0: so I'm going to have to step up my game.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I recognize the song. Anybody know that song?
2: Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Girls just Want to Have Fun.
0: That's Cindy Lauper, yeah? Yeah. That's a good one. I love that song. <laughs> it's an awesome song. So um, same with you girls. As I was asking Kelly, I really just want to put a spotlight on women in mountain biking. I know you two girls ride together at Greer, and uh, there's Smooth MTB right there. It says, out of this world. <laughs>
3: Joey told me he would
2: tune in. <laughs> nice.
0: What's up, Joey? Welcome aboard. Um, but if you guys yeah, look she's my...
2: a, uh, Lindsay's a smooth MTB wife.
0: <laughs> smooth MTB wife. Yeah. <laughs> she is really smooth. I follow her down distortion. She is, and, yeah. uh, She went out of my camera a couple of times. I'm like, man, I can't keep up. <laughs> um, but as far as the mountain biking scene goes for you girls, you know, I know, uh, Chelsea, I know you're a mom. You're a wife. There's lots of things on your plate. Uh, Lindsay, I know you guys are very busy, have a lot going on in your lives and everything. And um, how has mountain biking really just uplifted your lives and made a difference?
2: Do you want to go first, Chelsea? Yeah, I can go first. I don't care. Um, for me, it has been just amazing because of, I actually, the way I got into biking was through our friends, um, the Trail Dogs and the Trail Dogs Wives. And I was actually going through postpartum depression when I started um, Austin was kind of like, you should do something. You should kind of go out there. And mountain biking, getting out in nature, like the Lord just used that to bring peace to my mind, give some ease in there. And then not only that, but then uh, fast forward to now, it's kind of just like a a quiet time for me. Moments of prayer I get to do out there on the rides. And even during our biking with the quick and dirty, like I didn't realize that was what was going to happen. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. It just has brought such a like cool environment for me to be out there in Austin, super encouraging that our kids get to be a part of it too. Like, it's, I just feel like it's a everybody, everybody could do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a really cool video of you on Instagram, you were finishing, you're going through the finish line of the quick and dirty. And it was all the kids in Austin right there by the yeah. finish line and watching you cross over. And I see you look up at the sky immediately after <laughs> you go through the finish line. I was like, man, I need to ask her what was going through her mind.
2: I literally was just like, thank you, Lord. I thought I was thankful for those, the people standing right there at the edge, you know, I'm like, look at all these people right, right here supporting me. Like he gave those to me, like, thank you for letting me have these legs, like push through this dang hard ride,
0: <laughs> you know,
2: and to be close to behind Lindsay. I was thankful for that too, that, that I could see her. I was like, wow, okay. Like, you know, a lot of a uh, discipline went into that, but I was just thankful,
0: you know? Congratulations for completing that. I've heard those quick and dirties are tough. And Joe, you've done a <laughs> bunch of those. Yeah, yeah I've, I've read, I've written that a bunch of times and that's no easy. That's not easy yeah. at all. You're exhausted. You're you're pushing your limit the whole 45
3: hour that it takes you. You're just redlining. Yeah. When you're done, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're and we're uh we don't have XC bikes, so we're racing them on our our trail bikes. Right. Yeah. Oh, on
0: the 150 squishes, so that's tough. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, it's fun to compete with those girls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the competition comes out. Chelsea, you mentioned something about postpartum depression. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of women are strong. Uh, they're moms. And postpartum depression is a real thing. When you did you get help to get you on the bike? Or or did you realize maybe you were in postpartum depression, you needed to do something and the bike was right there? How did how did you get onto the bike?
2: It wasn't uh, me realizing it was actually uh, Austin, I dealt more so with uh, rage, postpartum rage is a lot of like a monster inside of me would come out. And uh, one day, Austin just really asked me, like, what's what's going on? Like, do you think something else is up? And I was like, like, what? He's like, I don't know. Should you talk to your midwife? And I was like, okay. I did. I talked to her and she was like, maybe you need an outlet, like something else to burn that energy or something. And so I talked to Austin and they were all mountain biking. And I was like, I can mountain bike. You know, I like bikes. And uh, Aaron and Jen actually took me out on my first ride out at Sycamore. And uh, the three nice. of us went and I like loved it. And then we went to Sedona and then it was a whole new thing. <laughs> like riding in Sedona just sparked like, this is something that can bring like, just calm you. You know, you get yeah. that, that adrenaline rush too. You get a, like endorph- endorphins going, you know, all that stuff. So it was helpful having Austin just there to like be able to communicate to me um, and me being able to hear him say that, you know, it wasn't easy. Like, Hey, something's wrong with you. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, it was it was needed, you know. So I was thankful that he did say that and I was able to kind of see a difference using my body like working out and stuff like that really did help mentally um to just get me into a better place.
0: That's really cool. Thank you for sharing that about yeah. about about you. I know a lot of women, you know, go through that. And I'm I'm glad that the mountain bike was there. I'm glad that there's such a supportive mountain bike community as well and yeah. i'm glad you fell in love with sedona that place is undeniable oh my gosh yeah.
2: i will say i had my uh fourth kid so that was with my third with my fourth i ended up having the same thing postpartum depression came on but i was able to realize it sooner what it was and right away i like went to mountain biking i told austin like i need to go i was four weeks postpartum and that was my first ride with Lindsay. and i hit her up like i need to go i need to get out of the house i need to be able to burn some energy and she was like okay let's go And mm-hmm. We just rode and Austin totally encouraged that. So I was super thankful.
0: That's so good. That's so good. And it's great that you have friends like Lindsay out there. I know MTB newbies. I've seen you all out there on the trails. I've actually heard the MTB newbies out there (laughs) early mornings. I used to go Wednesday (laughs) early mornings to Greer and everything funnels down that Jeep trail when it's really quiet. And I would hear Mm. their laughter echoing and I'm like, sweet, I'm not alone. They're out here somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) uh burrell bike says undeniable as in it exists very cool yeah undeniable undeniable definitely Lindsay the shredder over here you go out there you start riding with Lindsay, getting her out on the bike super supportive Lindsay. what's your story with the mountain bike because i know the first time i tried to film you on the gopro i couldn't use the footage because you were just so far gone <laughs> <laughs>
3: Those are, those are the local trails. So I know this pretty well, but, uh, I started, well, I started motorcycle riding when I was young and then later on, I went into off-road motorcycle racing and then once I moved out here to the Marietta area, um, my, well, he was then my, my boyfriend, but now he's my husband, Joey, uh, Joey Mashak, um. He took me out to the trails at Greer, and I was like, "What is this? (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is like off-road racing. Like, this is not the mountain bike trails I've ever done. Like, these are pretty technical." And then I kind of fell in love with it from there. Like, just the challenge of like getting over difficult obstacles and uh, conquering things that I didn't think I could ever do on a mountain bike. Like, it's way different coming from a motorcycle onto a mountain bike. Like the brakes feel different. There's no power on you know, your handlebars. You don't have a motor or anything. So um, just, it, there's just so much out there and like it was easier to go and ride a mountain bike and you don't have to put on so much gear and the trails are more accessible. Like you can ride more often. and And so that like really kind of appealed to me. And so I started riding a lot more and then I met Chelsea and all those girls, the newbies and everything, and they all have kids, so they have to ride at sunrise. And uh, <laughs> yeah. so that wasn't my thing, but I made it my thing because I wanted to ride with more girls and it, it's also a mental thing for me too, like just... I I used to work two jobs and it was hard to like make time for myself. And so this was a way that I, I was making time for myself. And this last year only having one full-time job was nice, but it's still, it's still as busy as I, I was before. And so like having this group of girls where we can text each other and just be like, Hey, who can ride on Tuesday? And then like, a few girls can ride and we get out there and we ride is like a huge stress relief on like the work week and the schedule and just making plans for fun and like to do something for yourself is huge and doing it on a bike and being outdoors is like a big plus.
0: Totally. No, I know. Yeah, it's such a good feeling to be able to put yourself first sometimes in order to you know help out with the rest. You got to do that. You got to build that time in for you. You said something really cool about um, wanting to ride with more girls and, and getting that text out to the women, you know, even with the MTB newbies going out at the crack of dawn, which you said, isn't your cup of tea, <laughs> but what, what is, what is that feeling that will draw you to change your day in order to ride with other women? Is it, is it the camaraderie? Is it, what, what is it?
3: Yeah, I think it's a camaraderie. And then also like, I mean, when you start out on a pedal bike and you're not starting out on an e-bike or uh, getting a little assistance, you kind of understand the struggle, what it takes to get, you know, to the top of the mountain. Like you have to push yourself and mentally and physically sometimes. So I think, I think being with other girls, they're really encouraging and like they inspire you to do more and. They're also uh, pretty. uh, They're they're not so aggressive in like trying (laughs) new things. They'll like ask you if you want to try it, and they'll help you. You know, go over that obstacle. But they're not going to be like, "Hey, go down it. You're fine." Like they'll really like walk you through how to do it. At least the girls I ride with. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, that help each other.
0: That's cool insight to to know that about about riding with women. That makes you feel comfortable. Um, and you you look like you girls are always having a good time. Whenever images of you all are released on Instagram, you're always at the top um, <laughs> looking at the overdrive sign or distortion sign. Just, you know, watching the sunrise. It's really cool. Octodad out of New Zealand saying, what bikes does Chelsea and Lindsay ride, actually? I have a
2: specialized. Ooh.
3: I have a specialized rhyme, which is like the stump jumper. So it's nice. just a women's version.
0: Nice. Very cool. Very, very cool. We're going to bring out two more of your riding girls. Uh, These girls came on the scene. They're brand new to mountain biking. Well, I guess maybe not so new anymore, but still considered new. It is the MTB Newbies with Boobies. And uh, I think, is, am I still allowed to say Newbies with, or is it just Newbies now?
2: It's just Newbies.
0: Oh, geez, Louise. Okay. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, Folks in Podcast Land, what are you I'm talking sorry, about? Mark? What do you mean? <laughs> there are two women in our community that do, are also doing great things that ride with you It's Krista and it's Aaron with the MTB Newbies. And uh, we'll go ahead and bring them up as well. I'm going to keep you girls on stage. You can help uh, with the interview on this. What's happening, Krista and Erin? Hi. And you can say boobies.
4: <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> okay. We usually keep it in there. Newbies with <laughs> <got> boobies. <laughs>
6: okay. You
4: just can't I, say it without giggling.
2: <laughs> I had to make him feel uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> it was totally, was, it was good. Yeah, I'm sweating in here. <laughs> in this podcast land. Man, I was actually typing in newbies N-E-W-B and I couldn't find it. I'm like, oh, I nope. how can I not find this? But it's spelled like the second half of the name, just N. O. O. B I E S. So uh for those of you who want to follow M T B newbies and O-O-B-I-E-S with boobies, go ahead and check them out on Instagram. Definitely guaranteed some stoke. Trail dogs M T B says these ladies are superheroes, dude. <laughs> Hands down. UO SoCal says, my wife had more fun riding uphill than down on the YT decoy. Ooh, look at that. Danny! you going to buy a decoy for the wifey? I know he was out test <laughs> riding them. You know what that means. <laughs> um, Krista and Aaron, you girls, I view you as very strong. Um, my wife also is very strong, has kids, juggles a full-time job. I think, Krista, you went back and got a master's program somewhere in there while riding battling through injury, and it's just amazing. I love the stories that I'm hearing from the MTV newbies. Um, But how did this all start? It just all of a sudden you guys dropped on the scene, Aaron and Krista out there, but how did it get started? I
5: think Krista needs to answer because it was kind of all hers. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
6: Well, I think we both kind of got brought into it by our husbands, but um, they introduced us, and it was like, immediately finding a a soulmate you know once you find another female rider and then you know being introduced to all these other amazing female riders there's there's something really special about a group of girls out there on bikes um but (laughs) aaron and i met first and just kept uh working up our skills to get to greer and um (laughs) we were kind of joking around one day riding up the mountain i think um, A a big YouTuber rode by and, you know, we were kind of laughing at ourselves, like, wouldn't that be so funny if we had a
0: YouTube channel,
6: (laughs) (laughs) stumbling through riding up this mountain and um, just kind of joking about it and thinking of funny names. And we came up with newbies with boobies. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, uh, Aaron totally pinned me on it. She's like, Hey, we have to do this. Like you have to
5: do oh, this. That, you can't come up with that
6: clever name and not use it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right. So I was born. Oh my gosh. So that's the, oh, that's the old oh boy moment, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Then
5: it had to happen.
0: <laughs> that, that is great. So you guys decided to start the MTV newbies with boobies you guys are, you're saying you're stumbling. You thought, wouldn't it be funny if we had a YouTube channel? And did any of you have a background in, in editing camera, YouTube at all? Or was that also <laughs> new as well? It was no,
6: all
5: new. <laughs> I know. we were it was YouTubing funny. how to do it.
2: No, exactly. Sort <laughs> of
6: as a total joke, you know, like you always see YouTubers and everyone's like flying off these huge drops and we're like trying to stumble over a little (laughs) tiny thing. So, but it was more of like, Hey, if there's other women out there like us that are trying to get through this and we're like working up the courage and helping each other to overcome these obstacles, maybe it would be helpful for other women to see that there's more of us out there and they can do it too, you know? And so. And you were right. It totally
2: was exactly that. I saw their YouTube channel before I'd ever met them or saw them out at Greer. And I was like, wait, this is Greer. This is right by me. Like I live there. And I messaged them and they were like, I messaged them on Instagram and they were like, let's go riding. And I was like, okay. And they oh, totally awesome. like taught me how to ride and everything. So it was awesome.
6: That's that cool. awesome. That it's been the great. best thing. Just like meeting so many women through the sport. It's In, been-
5: it really did like open up. I feel like that's how we've ended up meeting all of the girls yeah. that we ride with. And then it just took off this whole like network of Greer writers it's yeah, fun or MTV ladies. Yeah. the <laughs> yeah, MTV ladies. That's our group chat name. <laughs> oh,
0: that's Awesome. So what kept you girls coming back? I know family getting the kids out the door. I know for my son, um, it's hard to find the socks and to put them on just so I can get them out the door. And then the socks and shoes already come off before they're out the door. I'm like, what the, it's hard, but not only do you give birth, but now you're out there getting it done on the bikes like what made you decide not to stop what was there a love that came across you is it what what was that
5: well i can speak for myself cuz i'm also like chelsea like i was recently postpartum and i just needed to find something to do it was also during covid i'm one of the covid riders that was taking <laughs> the space on the mountain and you know like i had to get out of my house And I had to get out of my house fast and with some adrenaline. And so, like, I just know my trifecta is if I can have social, if I can have fitness and adrenaline, then I know my whole day is set. And so mountain biking fulfilled all three of those things. And so then it was really helpful with my kids being home from school with this new baby. It was just a lot better.
0: That's awesome. Uh, Krista how about you what what kept bringing you back
6: it's kind of the same I think it's just social is a huge aspect for me um just kind of the escape from everyday life and from the house and from the kids and from work and all that um and just being with like-minded women you know that um appreciate improving I think that's the greatest thing about mountain biking for me is the friendships but also there's always something to improve at no matter where you're at if you're just getting started or if you're a pro you know there's you're always learning and you're always growing and watching other riders and um just taking the steps to improve your own ride Gosh. so i love that aspect yeah.
5: That's yeah, so Strava true. probably keeps me writing now too. <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> this thing's broken, it lies.
0: <laughs> I know,
5: trying to get the PRs, just checking the phone to see if it can move.
0: <laughs> right by the finish line, just check <laughs> it forward.
2: <laughs> That's the trick.
0: That's you... <laughs> that is, an It's awesome helpful, testament. too,
2: because not to mention, like, they go at the crack of dawn. So my whole family's still asleep. So it's really mm-hmm. not cutting into like family time or you know Austin anything you know we go and we're gone sometimes at 530 we're like let's meet up and it's still pitch black outside Um, so I'm just thankful for a group of women who are willing to sacrifice sleep so that we could do this first so that we can get back to our families and still do all the duties you know like so it's the
5: best and can I just say like daylight savings when I'm texting people I'm like we could go at 430 you guys (laughs) 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 it's a full moon we can do this
0: (laughs) You girls are hardcore yeah. of, of the group. Uh, let's see. Somebody had named it right here. The mountain bike ladies of Greer or something like that. <laughs> of your, <laughs> uh, the Greer ladies of the, of the Greer ladies collective. Somebody says of the group who is usually takes the leader spot when it comes to texting and motivating. Oh, the person? Texting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant on the trail. I was like, Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: I feel
5: like it goes in waves. Like, I feel like sometimes it's Chelsea, sometimes it's me, sometimes it's Lindsay, you know. And unfortunately, right now, Krista's injured. So she hasn't been able to. And
0: that's a bummer. Was that the injury that we saw to your shoulder, Krista, where you had to hike out of distortion?
6: Yeah. And actually, the shoulder is better, but it's the knee. I didn't realize at the time that I had um, severed my PCL during that fall. (gasps) And so Ooh. the shoulder was dislocated and that was the immediate pain you know and so um the girls helped me down the mountain I, I got a little sling and someone carried my bike on his back it was it was wild but it happened at the very first turn on distortion and we hiked all the way down um, but they popped right. my shoulder back into place and a few days later i was walking and i went to jog across a crosswalk. And I felt like my leg was going to fly off. And so I went to the doctor and I said, I think there's something really wrong. And I hadn't felt any pain. But once they did the MRI, they noticed, yeah, your PCL is completely severed. So I hit with enough force to completely
0: tear it. So it's
6: been a lot of work to try to build up um, the muscles around it. Because I didn't realize, but apparently your PCL is huge, but you don't necessarily need it.
0: Oh, interesting.
6: Yeah, wow. as long as you have enough strength around, they're telling me I won't need surgery. But, you know, building up the strength, not riding, has been a challenge, but it's I'm tough. almost there. Almost.
0: God, <laughs> man. Wow. <laughs> I definitely want to come back to the grit on that because, um, I mean, girls are just amazing. I, I had a small procedure. This is definitely not about me, but I had a small procedure on Friday. I feel like I need to take the whole year off. I think my <laughs> wife gave birth. Um, and I think in two days she was like running up the mountain w- with the dog, which <laughs> that's I don't understand. Awesome, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's, 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 a in,
2: beast.
0: she's, she's definitely, a beast. she's inspired by you women though, as well. And even though she's in a different sport, um, no. I, I'm going to bring out another guest. She's coming out of Colorado to join this panel. Have you girls met, uh, Heather Munive and Madison Pitts before. I've met Heather. Heather. Madison comes out of Colorado. She started an, Madison, don't kill me if I get this tw- twisted up, but I believe you were a BMX to race first and you've been doing this your whole life. So this is somebody who's had a lot of experience and this will be her testimony about the bikes. Here comes Madison Pitts.
4: What's
0: up, Maddie? Hey,
4: hello everybody. Nice
0: to meet you. I love it. So Madison, you've been on the hey. bikes since since you were wee little, Is that correct?
4: Yeah. So I started out BMX racing when I was six years old. Um, Raced BMX when I was 16. I turned pro. And then I continued to race professionally um, BMX until later 20s. Um, And I also competed in collegiate cycling for BMX, which introduced me to mountain biking. Um, Yeah, that's how I found myself into mountain biking.
0: Dang. That's That's where I see you. Like every time there's a lip somewhere on the trail, Maddie's (laughs) hitting it. (laughs)
4: yeah, I definitely, uh, prefer jumping over like the techie rock garden stuff. So, but I'm working on it.
0: so. (laughs) So Madison, do you have like a testimony that you'd like to share about the sport of mountain biking as far as maybe how it's enriched your life or, or why you love it so much?
4: Yeah. I mean my, so I, I did a little bit of mountain biking through college. Um, and That started off at BMX racing, but they allowed me to race mountain bikes, which allowed me to pay for my um, undergrad and my master's degree. So I got scholarships through that. So it definitely is like something that uh, facilitates growth in my life for sure. But then outside of that, like all the traveling, all the different places I've seen, mountain bike just takes you to some beautiful uh, locations. I mean, you guys were talking about Sedona earlier. That's like hands down one of the most beautiful places in the world. Yeah. probably would have never been there if it wasn't for um mountain biking been plenty of places bmx racing um but those are usually like big cities like i don't know one time i went to seoul korea <laughs> you know like wow Cool wow. places that you you see um you go to like tulsa oklahoma but you don't go to like sedona or moab or any of these beautiful places that are kind of a little bit off the grid i guess
0: so mm-hmm. Mm, Man. So full scholarship from the bike. That- Not
4: full scholarship, but a, a, a good amount. The master's was probably more up there, but, um, yeah, definitely that's, a help. That's for sure.
0: That's amazing. And the whole time you're mountain biking, did it help with managing stress and all that stuff? You know, when it comes to going through all those programs, I'm sure Krista can attest to this as well for <laughs> master's.
4: Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, It probably added a little bit more stress because I was constantly (laughs) traveling with my team, Um, but, you know, that's, that's my life. I operate best, almost under stressful conditions. I don't like to be like sedentary or like doing nothing on the weekends. I'm always moving. So um, it, although it probably offered a little bit more stress, it definitely helps, um, get away from your normal work day or schooling or whatever that is and, and take your brain off of things. So, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's cool. And I see too, that you cross train, I see in on your IG, not only are you on the bike shredding, but you're also in the gym is, is that cross training still from your competition days?
4: Yeah, I, I, I do CrossFit as well. Um, I don't really compete that often. I've done some competitions, but I think that's just my like competitive side that I love to do that as well. And it definitely gets well overwhelming because I want to be there every day, but also want to be riding my bike every day. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, you know, that just, that definitely helps me become a stronger rider. Um, but also helps me kind of take a step back. So I have more, um, to life than just, work and biking. So definitely, um, if I'm not riding, I'm probably in the gym or at lame work.
0: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I've seen a lot of, a lot of, uh, posts of you working. Sometimes when you're out there with Heather on your travels, um, afar, uh, we'll see laptops up in the, in the van (laughs) as you guys are traveling along. Um, Madison as, as a collegiate athlete in cycling, and Mm -hmm. we just heard Krista's story about her injury to her knee is there anything that you would recommend for Krista? Of course, of course, I know you're not a doctor or anything, but just as a fellow mountain biker, is there anything that uh, Krista could do whether at home uh, to get her back on the bike?
4: You know, I, I would say, listen to the doctors. I have been terrible <laughs> at that. I'm the type that's like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about and just get back on the bike. And I'm also, um, I've been putting off surgery on my shoulder for a long time. And last season, I definitely regretted that. And the start of this season. Already starting to regret that because definitely having issues. I've had my injury cause wrecks so far, and that's just going. So definitely listen to the doctor and get in there. And I'm going to take my own advice. And in November, I'm going to finally have surgery. So
0: Gotcha. Wow. So you were saying uh, sometimes your injuries have caused you your crash, like your shoulder Mm -hmm. comes out or it locks up when you're out on the trails or something.
4: Yeah, it's my shoulder. It comes out. Um I have labrum tear and rotator cuff, I think, so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That, that happened in my two next days, so it's been a while, and I've been just kind of getting along with it, and um, it, obviously, in your situation, same thing. Best thing is strengthen it, and then the the issues from it occur less, less, but if for some reason
6: you become weak, then you have the issues again, mm-hmm. so... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about that. That's really good advice. How, do, yeah. you, how do you you ease back into it? Because now I'm at the point where I feel like I have the strength, but now I don't have the guts. Like I feel like I've forgotten everything I've learned. <laughs> Ground zero. Um, so I also want to mention that
4: Heather, um, she's not on the podcast today, That she, but she was supposed to be, she recently tore her PCL as well. So you could reach out to her and get any kind of direct advice um, from her. Uh, But for the the second portion of your question, um, you know, I think it just takes a little bit. You know, sometimes you have the mental confidence and then sometimes you don't, whether you're healthy or not. So you just got to take those little wins of those mental bouts of confidence and go with it and use those to build. And if you have a day that you're like, you know what, it's not worth it or for some reason I'm a little bit intimidated, a lot of times I've taken that and say, there's a reason why my brain is telling me that I need to be scared or intimidated. No matter how silly it may seem, there's probably a reason behind that. And most likely if you're not ready mentally, that could also cause you to make the stupid silly mistakes that you end up even more hurt.
0: So. <laughs>
6: wow. Very wise.
0: Yeah. Good advice. I know a lot of this sport is so mental You know, when you're out there, sometimes you could turn it on and you know, you've got this and other times it just goes away and you're like, why did it go away? (laughs) (laughs) I need to get that back. Whatever that, that thing is, we had a couple of questions for the panel. Uh, Madison, thank you for sharing your story on, on the bikes, Uh, a lifelong biker and and definitely more to come. Um, but I was going to get to the chat. If, if you girls don't mind, there were some questions that came from the audience. Let's see. First question comes out of the one I see here is Adam Mock. He's asking, oops, no, Mark, sorry. I did not mean to click on that one. Where is it? I got it. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Joey. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Adam Mock says, newbies, any plans for more vids? Loved what you all put out. And silence. <laughs> <laughs> having technical I difficulties on the.
6: So <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take that one. We have footage for probably like three more videos. And there's two that are like, uh, like almost there. Really close. Yeah, that we just have to sit down and finish. And life just got in the way. And now <laughs> it's been on the back burner for a little while. But we do. We have to do it because they're really funny. Every yeah. time we watch them to sit down and edit, we <laughs> die laughing.
3: These ones ourselves. might be
5: our funniest ones. They
6: might be. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lindsay and Chelsea, any ambitions of either joining in some of those videos or creating your own?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <going> down. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris
3: and Aaron are awesome and they have a great sense of humor. So yeah. it's always fun riding with them. <laughs>
5: I think all of us together, we'd have some pretty good banter.
0: (laughs) And Madison, I know for you, um, I see your YouTube shorts and you started reposting some of those again, which has been great to see any, anything new coming out of of your neck of the woods on the social side.
4: Um, As far as YouTube, I have made a few videos and I really need to get back into it because it's definitely something to look back on and, and enjoy. It's just finding the time to do so. I'm sure you guys could relate. It takes a lot of time, but um, I definitely work with Heather on hers um, all the time. We don't have, I don't know, she might kill me, but I don't think we have any trips coming up anytime immediately Mm -hmm. soon. Um, But she's always bugging me to meet up with her. Uh, This weekend, we are going to the BME. I'm not racing because I'm (laughs) kind (laughs) of (laughs) lazy, but uh, I'm not racing, but my boyfriend's racing. So we'll be out in, uh, st louis i think it's south of st louis missouri like ironton missouri or something like that so dang
0: yeah jared is your is your boyfriend right yes he and he rips there's some footage of you both in utah and you're sending some um some sick stuff can you talk a little bit about what you were writing out there because it looked scary
4: yeah i think the video that you're talking about is the one in virgin utah the one that he's or he's in front of me and has like the camera facing backwards on me.
0: Yes. And I can hear you talking like, I got Madison. You got this. You got this. (laughs)
4: There might've been some cuss words in there too, (laughs) but there was a lot of like, I'm so scared um, and just telling myself over and over. I got it. You know, I have, I know that I have the skills to do things like that, but it is a whole mental ball game on being able to do just stuff that, you've never realized that you could do um like five years ago i would have never imagined myself jumping i don't even know how long that jump was like 50 feet or something it pretty big um i would have never imagined that so that's like a hurdle that you have to overcome when doing something like that because i've never been able to visualize myself and i didn't see any other female out there doing it that day it's so much easier to be like well You know, Jared did it, that's cool. He's a dude. Like, of course he could do it, you know. (laughs) And to put yourself in that position to be like, Well, I could do this. So, yeah, the whole video was just him saying, like, you got this, like, don't doubt yourself. And then me telling him how scared I was (laughs) and then doing it. It was a cool video, but
0: for that that video taught me a lot. It just (laughs) talked about the grit and overcoming fear. In progression and in growth both mentally and physically. Obviously I see you as a talented writer that can do that but the jump itself, if you haven't seen that jump, it's in Virgin Utah, it's probably 50 feet and like I don't, how far down is it if you were to just something were to happen mechanically before the takeoff?
4: Um,
0: I don't know why I just put that thought in our heads. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, okay. so,
4: that specific run up, because there's, like, a few jumps in front of it, I had time to break if something were to happen and just kind of, like, jump off the, the lip in that specific jump. What made it a little bit less scary is you were able to kind of, like, jump off the lip to the side at, like, slower speeds until you're able to just, like, fully send it. When I ended up sending it, I ended up going about 10 feet past the landing, too. So
0: okay. Good <laughs> nice, <be all> <laughs> nice and safe. Yeah, go long. <laughs> That's incredible. I think it was Krista that had mentioned something about progression. Um, but before we get into that, Haley Bernstein's asking, uh, speaking of new, what new things are you ladies working on? New skills you want to attain? I'm trying to build stamina to climb.
2: Yeah,
0: let's start. With, uh, yeah, let's start with Lindsay on that one.
3: I am. I'm scared to jump. I'll like break before a face of a jump, I'm just starting out. So a lot of the jumps on the trail distortion at Greer, they're easy to get comfortable in the air. Um, I prefer technical over, over jumping, but so that trail at distortion and also at Sky Park, those have made me comfortable getting in the air and stopping myself from breaking. And then I watch a bunch of like YouTube tutorial videos. Um, I wanted to do the jump clinic at sky park last week, but I, it didn't work out with, uh, the people I was writing with. So I think I I'm working on jumping and I just get what I can from YouTube tutorials or like, uh, coaches and stuff like that.
0: Lucky for us on the panel, we have Jumper McJumperson down here, Miss Madison Pitts, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maddie, when you were at that crossroad of brake checking before a lip, was mm-hmm. there anything that really helped you get through that? Um, you know, I think it I've already said this
4: a few times, but I, I think it all goes back to that mental state. Um, but if I were to give any tips about jumping, um, a lot of people when they get on mountain bikes, um, they rely on speed. Um, versus direct skill. So I always tell people to take it back down a notch, maybe even go to the smaller jumps, take their speed back a little bit and work on using like actual skill to bunny hop off the lip and be able to get backside of the jump. Um, So you're learning that, you know, that skill of using the lip and to land directly into the landing. It's so hard to explain without like riding oh, with makes, you, but that
0: makes sense. Yeah. Um, popping it.
4: Yeah. And, and definitely things like going to bike parks. Um, I I know the jump that you're talking about at Sky Park, that's an awesome jump. Um, but you know, it's, it's super easy for me to say because my whole background has been BMX, you know? And so I learned it at a, a young age. Um, and then there's always the, the, the fear. I mean, that's my strong point, And I still get terrified at it at dirt jumps. So
3: <laughs> it, was it a big transition from like BMX to jumping a mountain bike?
4: No, um, it, BMXers transfer over to mountain bikes really well. Um, the, it doesn't usually go the other way. Um, but, um, yeah, I figured cause BMX is like, the yeah, track
3: is maintained and, Everything and yeah, mountain biking.
6: I'm not,
4: I'm not <laughs> so sure why BMXers transition well or seem to transition better than than um, the opposite. Mountain bikes going to BMX, but uh, in my collegiate career, there was no BMX racing in college. They recruited all us BMX, all of us BMXers, to directly make us ride like dual slalom and downhill for their collegiate team because they knew they transferred over really well. So I definitely got lucky there. <laughs>
0: Smart, smart. Madison, what would you say about pumping, like going to a pump track and just learning how to pump the bike for speed? I've been told, and I I do not have this master by any means, but I've been told that that action of pumping, that pushing down and pulling up Mm -hmm. allows you to um, get more confidence on popping the jumps. Does that translate at all?
4: Yeah. She's um, like, no, not at all. (laughs) No, no, for sure. I mean, it's all about like bikes and body mechanics, you know, understanding where your bike is and how your body moves and how when you move your your bike reacts to that, you know, understanding and applying, I guess, the physics behind it. Um, Pump tracks, definitely a great way to learn all the basics, whether that's just, you know, using no pedals to get the momentum and almost becoming one with your bike um, but also somebody said they were trying to work on stamina that I, if I race a pump track race, I am dead. A little bit because I'm a little bit older than most of the girls that are racing them. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, they're so hard. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Gotcha. Um, speaking of, of racing Burrell bikes is a bike company out of Idaho. They're on the line tonight and they're saying, I seriously love watching the ladies session features until they clean them. Fun content. Maybe I'll get them some bikes. So Burrell Bikes. Are, are if you girls are have are contracted by any bike company, but but by all means, if you see Burrell Bikes contacting you, he's making bikes out of uh, Idaho. So That's that, awesome. that is very cool. Very cool Burrell Bikes. Thank you so much, um, Aaron. Let's go over to you for that question. Anything that you're working on or wanting to work on, skill or feature?
5: Um. So. I always want to try to learn how to jump. But I think really, I want to try to get faster, like know all the techniques to get faster, like, you know, cornering and getting through the technique, like technical features and stuff like that. And then Mostly just speed. I just want to have all the. I want to be a queen of the mountain at some point. Strava, <laughs> Strava, hashtag Strava.
0: Yes. <laughs> I love that, appearance.
5: And I'm really far. It's not close, but you know, I'm trying to inch up, and I'm trying to follow Lindsay any chance I get.
0: <laughs> progression, progression. I I was, there was
3: a period of time like where I mentally was like I, I had a crash, and then I mentally like was not there, and so. When we would go down the trails and stuff, Erin would be like, you want to lead? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll follow you. And and like, so she was leading and she was she was hauling butt. Like she was doing awesome. Because I
5: was terrified of Lindsay following me. (laughs) Like I can't slow her down.
0: the one ride that I had with you girls at Greer, where I was filming, you force Lindsay in the front for footage. You're like, get footage girl. I'm like, yeah, I'll film you, Lindsay. And you're like, oh crap, okay. And then you were gone, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't see you until the bottom. And when I turned around, Erin was right behind me. She was like, that was fun. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, <laughs> yeah, she's sweet. Yeah, she's fast. She's fast, she's fast. Trying, I'm trying. When it comes to cornering, this is for the panel. Um, and you two out there in the chat, if you're listening, What can help Erin with her technique? Is there something that you guys use, whether it's cornering, sticking a knee out? Is it standing over the bottom bracket, leaning the bike? Does anybody have any tips there? This is for for all of us I'm listening to. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay, how about you? What what helps you uh, rail through those corners?
3: I think Joey, uh, my (laughs) husband, being behind me and telling me what to do uh, I don't look like Madison there. <laughs> uh, I just try to, I really try to like focus on doing some drills at home when I know I'm going to go to Greer and I'm going to focus on cornering. So I've watched, I've watched quite a few of those, uh, Kyle and April videos cause he's oh, yeah. really good at slowing down everything and explaining. And so it allows me to like, think about it and, uh, yeah, so I've, I've watched a lot of those videos and just being able to go around the corner and think about what I'm doing. And then once I've been doing it so many times, then it really becomes like second nature. And I know we, we have some friends that are just learning how to ride uh, mount bikes and stuff. And they, they say, oh, my gosh, there's so much stuff to remember. We just keep reminding them. It will become second nature. Like you won't mm. be thinking about all of these things. So that's what I'm trying to do when I go and practice cornering at Greer.
0: Nice. That's really good. Um, Madison, how about you? As far as cornering and, and things like that, any any tips for for smoothing that out, going a little faster there?
6: Um,
4: you know, my cornering's not the greatest. <laughs> No, Wait, we just saw a
0: highlight video. This is
4: Madison Pitts right yeah, here. An no, easy that, was, idea. Look at that. that was Jared. That's That's,
0: that's, that's not the
4: Jared. One. No, not the one Anyways, uh, <laughs> Hi Jared. You oh, got long blonde hair. <laughs> no, there is a clip of him cornering in there. uh but I, when I'm racing slalom, I know that uh you know, it, I almost have to retrain myself before every slalom race on how to ride slalom. Um, But one of the things I always focus on is looking out of the corner. And that's just like my main thing that I have to remember to do. Um, You're going to go where you look. So, um, yeah, I guess that's the only tip I have because I'm also not the best at
0: it. (laughs) No, this this is good panel discussion between everyone that's here. I mean, Joey Smooth MTB just says, yeah, keep your head up, look further out. So that must,
3: go ahead. I think that was the one tip I always forgot to give the girls because coming from motorcycles and off-road racing, you just naturally, like you look ahead because you need to, you're coming up on stuff fast. So like, that's something I think Aaron and I just recently, like we went up to the top of Double D and we just practice corners and like looking ahead. But it's like something that's, it's one of those things that's like second nature, I think. Once you start doing it, kind of, you kind of forget about it. So like foundation, foundational skills are really important to go back to, I think.
2: I'd say I'm like the most beginner out here on this, but I just did a class with Joanna Yates and she did the, it was all about foundational skills, building blocks, and all of it was cornering and combs and all of these things. But transitioning that out to Greer, I totally noticed a difference from practicing slow. I was like, man. At first, I'm like, this is boring. Like, what are we doing? Like, we're just standing on a <laughs> bike. You're learning balance, and then went out on the next ride. And I was like, whoa! I'm like, I feel confident. Like, I can handle the bike a little bit better. Like, it was it was helpful.
0: That's very cool. Yeah, good good tips on that. Um, Krista, going to you now. When it comes to things that you're working on, features, skills, um, where I know you were talking about the mental capacity of getting back on it. But, uh, you know, where are you? Because everyone fits in some some of these categories.
6: You know, the big one for me has always been cornering. I think because my two biggest crashes and two biggest injuries have been on corners. Even this last one, it was on the top corner on distortion. Mm, um, but there's a question going on in the chat that mm-hmm. I actually am really curious about. And I sure. wanted to ask other ladies, too. Um <laughs> Haley said, if they were men, I wonder if it would be appropriate to ask how appendages and how that affects momentum. And there was another one in there about boobs. Like, does that throw off your mechanics of riding? And I'm really curious because I've always wondered personally, cornering, I always, always have too much weight on my handlebars. And no matter how I shift my body, I have too much weight on my handlebars. And maybe does it matter where we carry our weight as women? Because Aaron and I uh, went out with a, a ride instructor and he was saying on cornering, you really have to use your hips and women are better at doing that than men generally because women tend to carry weight in our hips more than men do. So shifting that weight can help. And I'm thinking, well, I, have weight other places. <laughs> what am I going to do? But I wonder. Does that affect my cornering? Like, do I have to account for that? Do I have to shift my body in certain ways? And I'm wondering if you other women have experienced that, or what your thoughts are on that.
4: I I have no idea, but that's uh, a good thing to think about. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should. I don't know. Maybe I should think about it and try it.
0: <laughs> like lean, lean back a little bit more. I, I think I'm out of this conversation. I have no experience <laughs> on this <laughs> at all. <laughs> but no, that's an interesting point though, because weight does make a difference. And, you know, I was at Greer and I took a fall. I was heavy on the front wheel, which I didn't think I was. And uh, until, until I wasn't. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's uh, something that's just part of the anatomy of, of your body. Um, so, how can a female rider possibly change that weight more towards the bottom bracket? Maybe, don't know. <laughs> yeah,
6: and I wonder. I wonder too if it's like size of the bike. Do I need to go up in the bike size, like for a longer reach? Maybe. I don't know. Just think. Maybe, you know, you're tall.
0: You this could is like,
4: mess with your stem and try a little bit longer stem. Or oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. To be honest, I'm pretty pitiful at all that. My boyfriend does all that for me, but he's always <laughs> flipping around, like turning stems and doing things. <laughs> well,
0: we do have a bike company on the line, Burrell Bikes. If you're still out there, this question may be for you: um, for women, for their anatomy, should they maybe have a longer? Set? Is there something that they could change to help with that offset of, of weight from female to male? So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what you may come back with. Uh front traction is what you need, Hunter Smith says, but not not too much, but just enough. Um the the Tomahawks are saying extra slack head angle to account for upper body weight. Oh, look Ooh. at that. That does make sense. So I'm gonna pop okay. up a uh, cornering photo right here. All right. So ah. this <laughs> this is this is Krista, yeah yeah yep. okay
2: That's okay <laughs> look at those knee pads
0: <laughs> <laughs> for the folks that are listening on spotify or itunes we're looking at krista's knee pads they they're they got some they've gotten some love <laughs> fondre,
6: those <laughs> <things> <laughs> like hanging by a by a thread in the back
0: anybody out there from the bike world that wants <laughs> to help krista or the newbies out with some knee pads <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you but, look at this and you see
3: that she's spotting the corner. She's leaning, has got elbows out. I mean, the form looks great.
0: Does it? Yeah.
6: Oh, good. Because <laughs> I always <laughs> think it's terrible, so it's good
0: <laughs> So, Krista, for you, it's cornering. And then, interesting question, um, but the tomahawks, maybe with the, what they said, extra slack head angle to account for upper body weight could be an answer for you there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm
6: going to look into that. Thanks,
0: che- guys. Yeah. Chelsea, how about you as far as new skills, features, Anything uh, that you're working on?
6: Uh, I
2: always have wanted to jump, although I'm still like, I'm barely, I did the jump line with uh, Lindsay and we sessioned out a distortion and that was a lot of fun. But then looking back at like the footage and everything, I'm like, it's lame. It's so small. <laughs> I like, ah, Madison. That's the GoPro effect.
4: Yeah. You, yeah, you will true. always,
2: you will always
4: have that issue. I will be so excited and I'll have my boyfriend of like, video record me because I know I boosted (laughs) the crap out of that jump and then he'll show it to me I'm like no I was higher than that it's your angle (laughs) you
2: gotta get the camera lower to the ground yeah and then I yell at him for his angles Yeah. (laughs) yeah so we actually there's a jump line over here near us and Austin actually taught me the compression kind of what you were talking about Madison and that was so helpful to just learn those small little compressing the bike and getting it down. But then as soon as you separate and start doing it in a gap, compression goes out the window. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like nose diving into it. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. I can do it on that one. Can't do it on that one. That's all a mental game, but gaps are scary.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I've been working on like the small ones, but I figured once you move on to bigger jumps, it becomes easier. It's like surfing, and the bigger the wave—not <laughs> big, but like a, a larger wave compared to like some whitewash or something—it's easier to paddle into. So it's like easier mm-hmm. to take off on the jump if it's bigger. Like I might as well work on my like foundational skills on these smaller jumps and not worry about. Not
2: now, worry about bigger. Podium. We mean like nah, like ten feet compared to our <laughs> six feet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those are those are still big. Those are still big. Uh, Isaiah Bernstein is saying for the for the jumping footy, if you go .5 on the camera and turn that camera lens upside down, get it closer to the ground, that'll help uh, that boost yeah, look like you gotta it's get it. As close true. To the ground as possible. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll help be more true to what we experience in real life. <laughs> okay. Madison Pitts, for you, anything skill-wise, feature-wise that you're working on?
4: Honestly, I always just want to work on a little bit of everything, but I, I have some slalom races this season um, to race, so I definitely um, want to work on on getting faster at those, my cornering, um, more aggressive going into the corners. Um, and then the last couple slalom races I've raced have actually got disqualified for hitting or not making one of the flags. So definitely flat corners. Um, and then I have this in my brain the last couple of months that I want to try to go to pump track world championship. So I need to get my, um, endurance up a little bit too, if I actually want to go to that. So, um, of course I, I need to work on my like technical writing, like rock gardens, but That'll that'll come next year or something. I
0: don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you're prioritizing the progress for certain goals. That's mm-hmm. that that'd be great to see you standing on a world stage <laughs> at the top. That would be awesome. Hey, I think I see is this an Olympic athlete right here who's saying Angelina is saying Madison is the only reason I can jump now. So hey.
4: Angelina works for USA Cycling, but she is a professional downhiller as well. So she, I don't know if she's raced in a couple of years, but she used to race all pro GRT series and podium level athlete. So she's a shredder for sure. Um,
0: hey, <laughs> shredding women on the show. I, I love it. Uh, Burrell Bikes is still here at Idaho. He, he has a question actually for the women of the panel. What tips would the ladies suggest for us dudes to get our sweeties on the bike? I know We're for together. sure. Find a friend that <laughs> rides. It's a female. <laughs> yeah, it's a female. They need another female.
3: Don't try to give her instructions.
6: Yeah. It
2: has just been night and day difference riding with ladies. I love riding with Austin. It's like one of my favorite like date ride things. Um, but it's just something different. There's no, like, I didn't want to impress my man or anything. It's just like fun. And they can encourage you in a way, like, they're not going to be like, yeah, go send it. You could totally do that. And you're looking at it like, no, I can't. And <laughs> yeah, then,
3: there's no pressure. Yeah.
2: And then at least the, girls, our- group. Yeah, the girls are like, I think you could do that. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I do it. You know, there's just a different type of like, we understand each other. So I vote girls. She needs some girlfriends. She can come ride with us.
5: Well, and the girls give each other a different cheering section than boys give each other. That's <laughs> why you could hear us down the mountain is because yeah. we cheer each other on. <laughs> cool.
2: guys are just like,
5: cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cool. I wish I could do that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Mark's pretty
0: loud on the trail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fell on my ribs. Called the helicopter. Ah, <laughs> oh, <was> like, <laughs> yeah. No, we have a good time too. Uh, Krista and Madison, what about you? What do you, How could we help uh, Mr. Burrell Bikes get his uh, lady on the bike? Any suggestions?
6: No, I, I 100% agree with Chelsea. Girls. I mean, it's it's fun to ride with my husband, but just like she said... I mean, there's just something about the way that girls encourage each other and we don't push each other too hard. we It's more support. Um, and the social aspect is huge, you know, mm. being out there with someone that you can talk to and you just, it gets you. And I think that's hugely important. If she gets with a group of girls, she will ride with you more
0: often. Very you good.
2: Burrell, you can send her down to Greer, we'll ride with her. <laughs>
6: Send her with a
0: couple bikes, Burrell.
6: (laughs) Get her a good bike. That's another one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I started on a janky bike, and man, it took me years to get started. (laughs) Maybe a reminder of uh, how much
4: food she's able to eat after a ride, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one, Madison.
4: You can eat whatever you want after a ride. (laughs) Hey, sometimes mid-trail, you could sit there and eat.
2: That's what I was going to say. You You can stack the whole way up. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: awesome. Isaiah Bernstein is asking the panel, who do you guys watch to improve your skills? I'm coming off an injury and need to learn basics again. Is there anybody that's your go-to to just kind of build that confidence back up? Kyle and April, for Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle and April. Are-
2: the, the videos
3: are like so easy to follow and uh it it's they slow them down and they really focus on those foundational skills. So I don't have time to get a coach or like do some training with someone. So I do what I can when I when I get the time.
0: Kyle and April man across the, pretty much the whole panel that's that's amazing yeah what great ambassadors for the sport those two are mm-hmm. is it is it the combination of Kyle and April or is it is it April in her version of what Kyle is trying to teach her or or what is it is it
2: I think it's Kyle and April I think they just they mesh well together in the way he explains something and then she's like, yeah, like this, and even the way they film it, they get like he pauses things, shows angles. I think it's a. I think they're really skilled in how they uh, have created their channel.
0: That's very cool. Yeah, I felt so bad for for Kyle when it came to all that public stuff, yeah. but I'm glad to see he's out there. I'm glad to see he's shredding again. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see more of Kyle and April out there in the in the internet world as well. Um, girls, we're at an hour, but in closing, I I want to ask you two questions. We'll go around the whole panel on this. Um, And it's basically, what would you like to see more from the mountain bike industry? That'd be the first question. And then the second question is, is if you can go back and talk to yourself when you were younger, when you were first starting the bike, and this will be helpful for people that are at that stage, should I get a bike? I'm a girly girl, or I'm afraid I don't have anyone to ride with what would be some tips that you would tell that person to encourage them to get on the bike? So first would be, um, what would you like to see out of the mountain bike industry for women? And the second one would be, what are some great motivational tips that you would expand upon to encourage somebody to jump in? And Lindsay, we'll start with you and we'll work our way down.
3: Oh, well, I don't, I don't have an answer for the first question. I can't That's think okay. of anything right now, but I think just to find uh to find the time to go outside and get on a bike, whether it's on a like fire road or, you know, like if you're going to go and try some new trail, like whatever it is, just make the time to go out. You'll feel way better afterwards. And, and then if you start racing and you find success there, like even at the beginner level, it's addicting. So you'll just, you'll just keep going. Um, but I think, I think mountain biking for me, has been like, a big help on my men, mental, um, I don't know the word for it, but like everything mental, just because I work from home by myself mm. all day, every day. Um, and so it's nice to get outside. And like Krista said, the social aspect, It mountain biking will allow you to make some friends on the trails, whether they're females or males. And um, yeah, I think it's just, <clears throat> it's just nice to get out there and exercise and be outdoors.
0: I love it. I hear you say it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay <laughs> to just get out there and do it, be outside. That's awesome. Lindsay, um, Erin, how about you?
5: Um, yeah, for the first question, I'm not really sure either what to say like they, what I would like to see. I mean, maybe like what Kelly said, more clothing options. So we're not all matching all the time.
0: <laughs> but there's I black, would, there's black, and there's black. <laughs> and there's black and yeah, totally. <laughs>
5: um, but I would say if you're like wanting to get uh get into it and you're nervous, like if you just don't have a group of girls or anything, or just a group in general, if you go to your bike shop, local bike shop, I wonder if they'd be able to direct you to some like how to either find some girls or or how to, or guys, I don't know, or just find a group. Or like, if there's like a Facebook page for the local area, because I really do think, and then you do have to put yourself out there and just ask, because I would have hated to go to Greer. That's our local spot for the first time by myself. I would have gotten lost. I would have hated it. But, you know, fortunately I had people that could take me around. So it's going to make it a lot more enjoyable. So I would go check with your bike shop and definitely worth getting a bike. You won't nice. regret it.
0: That is a great one. I love that. Tune into your local groups out there, whether it's your local bike shop, Facebook page, um, and find your group and put yourself out there. That's awesome, Erin. Uh, Krista, how about you?
6: Um, I think the thing that I would tell younger me is just uh, be brave. I'm kind of a nervous Nelly when it comes to mountain biking. I think I mean, I'm so I so admire all these women that just go out and take those jumps and take those risks and the adrenaline junkies. And um, I'm more competitive with myself, but I'm not I'm so afraid of getting hurt, which is ironic because I'm the one out with an injury, so maybe that says something. But um, I think building those building that confidence when I was younger, because um, as you get older, you know, time gets harder to find and um, injuries take longer to heal and that sort of thing. So I think going out there, being brave, taking the risks while you have the time, while your, your body's still in it. And, um, just building from there. I think I would have, that's what I would have told myself. Um, I'd love to see from the biking industry, same thing. All the girls are saying more clothes. <laughs> They're just, there's, there's very few cute things <laughs> out there. There's very few things that fit well um, for different body types, women's body types, because we vary so greatly. Um, even shoes. I'm on flats, and all the shoes are, like, this big, you know? Like, I <laughs> want something that's maybe a little bit more feminine or comes in pink or purple or something. Um, blue, I don't know. It's all gray and big and, Yeah.
0: Frankenstein shoes, yeah. yeah. Different like
6: Different.
0: I love it. Very good. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Chelsea, how about you? Uh
2: you guys are gonna die with this one. And because we've all said this before, but GoPro mounts for women. <laughs> <laughs> this is yes. could yeah. be yes. happening. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's terrible. Where does this go? How do we do this? <laughs>
4: I, I was going to say earlier, that's about the only time that I've ever noticed my boobs getting in the way. <laughs> yes. I guess not, and I've hit it
6: no, <laughs> the GoPro no. because of my boobs. As soon
2: as he brought that up, I was like, a GoPro mount. Yeah. <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> I know they make it for like the chin strap or like you know the head, tr- whatever, but you yeah, know
4: but then you look like
2: a teletubby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: and it's oh, always like the there. Keyboard. The attachment then is yeah. always
0: there. That's true. But even then looking down, the GoPro is gonna hit you girls yeah. sooner than it hits yeah. us boys. <laughs> so there's not much mobility there. Interesting. <laughs> but, GoPro mount.
4: Yeah. The, the, the good one is to have your boyfriend or husband ride in front of you with it looking back on you 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 yeah. you Uh, you Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: yeah and then the second question was uh telling our younger self or so actually i have a daughter who's uh six almost seven who rides so it's actually been really cool to encourage her as if it was you know my younger self i wasn't riding mountain bikes when i was her age um So I constantly am telling her to just uh, enjoy herself while she's out there, to not be hard on herself, that she can't do something or if she's afraid. I'm talking her through things. And I I think that's even to uh, writers our age now. It's the same thing. You know, don't be too hard on yourself and count every small victory as a win and and stay in your lane. You can't look at, I can't look at Madison and her hitting all these things and be like, like mad. Like I'm super stoked for her that that's where she's at in life than where I'm at. I'm just hitting these small little jumps, but I'm super stoked about it. Cause that's where I'm at in my lane. So, and my daughter too, she's looking at me like, I wanna go as fast as you. I'm like, you're fine, you're fine where you're at. So just reminding everybody to stay in your lane and be thankful for where you're at in life, you know? Love yeah. that Very Chelsea.
6: Good.
0: Yeah, really good Chelsea. Love it, love it. Good one. Um Burrell Bikes is saying tell the ladies to check out Zoic. A good name of options for <laughs> to Yeah, so didn't there you Aaron,
6: go. Didn't she take <laughs> some pictures? Yeah, Aaron's a Zoic model, and and Chelsea
2: is too. Chelsea is too. Me, uh, me, Aaron, and Jen uh, Bernstein. We got to do a Zoic photo shoot, and they do have ladies' clothes, guys, and they are pretty legit.
5: And they (laughs) fit so good. The shorts are amazing. Yeah,
3: it's interesting because, like, the mountain bike community has a lot more women's gear than the moto.
5: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so we should be grateful. Like, there's we got. not much. Like, yeah. get,
3: a lot of the gear lines don't even carry women's gear. Yeah, Fly so, does. Should, Troy Lee does, correct? Yeah, Troy Lee. They and stopped Friday. for a little bit, and then they came back, I think. Well, I know they have mountain bike gear, but. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Jen, Jen Bernstein actually has a uh, million-dollar idea for GoPro. The GoPro <laughs> sports bra.
5: Genius. <laughs> and then we'll just ride in sports bras.
3: Problem solved.
5: We don't need jerseys.
3: That's what Kelsey and I thought you guys were doing. Yeah. (laughs) We heard a deal. Yeah. We were like, what? MTV
0: MTV We can't (laughs) be
2: with this.
0: Just riding in sports bras. (laughs) Love that. Miss Madison Pitts, how about you?
4: um
0: I was going
4: to kind of touch on two things quickly, kind of a plug for them both, but you guys already said the Zoic. They just sent me some product out and I tested them for the first time on Sunday and I loved it. So I think I'm going to get some more of that, um, the women's specific Jersey and and shorts. Um, but also, you know, I really hope in the mountain bike community, this progression amongst women and women, if Get incorporating women into some of the other events like the free ride and the soap style events, mm. um, that progression, you know, that is huge for the sport and women in the sport, um, plug for it for, uh, formations going on right now. Um, so if you haven't watched that a little bit, I would tune into those girls' social medias. Um,
0: it's called formation Madison.
4: Yeah. Formation. So it's the women's Red Bull rampage Event essentially oh, okay. So, I don't know. I think like eight women get to go to the desert and they spend all week digging lines in the uh, in the train, and then I think they have one or two days to to jump them. Unfortunately, it's not a competition um, because it's within its infancy. I think it's like on its second or third year, um, but they they do. You know, it's a big jam session, I guess, amongst the women um, and. Um, it, it's huge for women in the sport. So that's cool. And then there's other um, slope style and free ride events uh, across the globe as well. So can continuing that progression is going to be huge for um, the young ladies in the sports. So yeah.
0: Yes. So are you saying that the slope style and the free ride is, is in its infancy or has it not yet started?
4: No, so the, the, the formation event, I think it's a second, or maybe third year that they've had it. So they've had uh, Red Bull true. Rampage, which is all men. I don't know for the past well, Kyle Strait competed in 14 straight ones. So I think Ooh. that's like the 14th or 15th year the men have had that. And so it's cool that the women even have somewhat of an event. I mean, that train is absolutely insane out there. So it's it's huge that girls just go out there and ride on a on any given day. But for Red Bull to host an entire event, that that is huge. And there's other events too, um, like slopes events that are beginning to incorporate women into it um, when in previous years, they really haven't. So that's just, it's awesome that the sport's progressing in that direction.
0: That is very cool. I feel like the female part of mountain biking as a whole market is one of the fastest growing sides of the mountain bike market. And it's really cool to see. I mean, looking at this panel right here is a formidable panel. We have we have moms, we have people that are just like, you know, business women out there and then yet shredding it on the bike, um, which is awesome. Girls, this has been so great to have you on the podcast. I'm, I'm so thankful that you were able to jump on on the heels of International Mountain Bike Women's Day, uh, which is the first Saturday of May. Keep you, I, keep you all um, in tune with that. Every year that's going to happen and uh, jump out there. If you're a female that's out there listening to this podcast or stumbles across this, look at all these wonderful women that are out there on the trails. Erin um, had some great advice as far as looking for other women to find. Check with your local bike shop. See if there's any female groups out there. Um, a lot of the groups actually have a large percentage of women that follow them. Octodad out of New Zealand says we have about 15 to 20% of our group ride females and try to accommodate all levels of riders. So you have big groups too, that include all the women out there, which is great. Um, I guess the message is, is if you're a female and you want a mountain bike, you should just get out there and and do it. Just kind of take that chance and uh, get out there. Um, this panel, if, you, if anyone wants to follow more from these women on the panel, um, where can they find you? Lindsay, we'll start with you. Where, where can people find you on social?
3: Uh, my, my username is Lindsay level. And then my husband has smooth MTB, and he posts uh, some reels of uh, places we've rode around the country. So.
0: Nice, Aaron.
5: Um, Mine is uh, MTB Newbies, and it's (laughs) N-O-O-B-I-E-S.
0: Nice, nice. Krista, does that go the same with you?
6: Yeah, Erin's kind of our social media guru.
0: Nice. (laughs) MTB Newbies, Uh, Mm N-O-O-B-I-E-S. Chelsea, how about you?
2: And mine's uh, Chelsea Blue is my Instagram handle.
0: Chelsea Blue. And Madison, where can they find you as well?
4: Yeah, my Instagram handle is at Madison Pitts. Um, and then on there, I have some links to other social media pages TikTok, YouTube, those kind of awesome.
0: things. So. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Go out and check these women out, uh, some of the ambassadors of the sport of mountain biking. And uh, thank you all so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your time. And thank you so much for sharing your stories. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you all out on the trails.
6: <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
3: Thanks, Mark.
0: And that is going to bring us to a wrap for episode 69 with this amazing panel of women in the mountain bike community that we have. I just love the fact that I'm able to have a platform where after International Mountain Bike Day for women, I can have a panel of women on here to just share their testimony on the love for the sport of mountain biking. I felt it was truly inspiring. I hope you all did, too. Uh, thank you again so much for listening to these episodes of The Segment Podcast. Whether you're at work, I won't tell your boss, or you're on the trails, or you're just driving around, I really appreciate the downloads. I see them growing, and it just makes me happy. Also, thank you to the supporters of The Segment Podcast. And a big, big, big special thank you to this panel tonight. Thank you so much to Chelsea, Lindsay, Aaron, Krista, and and Madison Pitts, you girls rock and I really appreciate it hope this inspired you out there and if you're a woman who's looking to get into the mountain bike world I hope this episode lets you know put yourself first get out there on that bike get outside and have a good time we'll see you all in the next episode or hope to see you out on the trails